Hey everybody, this is Miley. And this is Porvi. And you're listening to That's What We Said, a podcast where we offer our insight on a variety of topics that touch our lives and probably yours on a daily basis. Welcome to this week's podcast episode, girl. Thank you. And to 54. all the listeners out there. Four. Is it 54? Yeah. 54. Lord. So, we are going to talk today about love and money. Love and money. Okay. Affairs okay. of the heart and affairs of your wallet. Yes. So, I think that touches all of our lives. I have a hypothetical question I'm going to throw out to you. Say you're poor B. Oh. <laughs> Let's say you started dating somebody. You guys have been dating for maybe six months, and you guys are pretty serious, pretty exclusive. Things are going well. He has asked you to attend a out-of-town event for one weekend. How long have we been dating? Like six months. Oh, okay. All right. So okay, all right. you're going to go out of town, so there's expenses, right? Mm, like mm. transportation expenses, lodging expenses, and all of that. You, as the female... Not or, the male? Can I be the male? Be, be the female. <laughs> no, just kidding. Yeah. I know you're usually the male in I'm your really relationship, but just for once, please please be the female. Okay. Well, you know what? Let's forget about genders. Let's just say you were the person in a relationship that was invited to this out-of-town event. What is yes. your expectation as far as expenses go? Do you feel like you need to shell out your part, or do you feel like since you were invited to it, you're just going to show up? So... You know, this has actually been a very common question because I'm actually pretty old school in the sense that I pay my way, right? Like I never expect people, even if they invited me to pay for me, I always expect like, okay, they're inviting me as a courtesy, but that doesn't mean that they're going to pay for it. But I've talked to a lot of women out there today and things have changed. They're, They're like, Oh, yeah, yeah, we expect the guy to, if he's going to invite us, he should pay. That's so weird, But though. I don't get it. I yeah, don't... I just, like, it doesn't absorb in my brain that way. Right. Like, I'm always like, okay, unless unless he's like, hey, I want you to come to Hawaii with me. I'll play, you know, I'll pay for everything. You'd be like, boy, you best pay. <laughs> well, no, if he says, I'll pay for everything, don't worry about it, you know. Right. Then, okay, I, I would still kind of be like, no, let me at least split it, right? right? But some girls are like, okay. Um, for example, I had a friend who was um, just started barely dating a girl, and they went to uh, I think Chicago or something together, and he was gonna go there because his bunch of his buddies were there, so he invited her, and they'd only been dating a couple months, and he he she did not pay. He paid he for everything. everything: her flight, her hotel, her food. Like she just went on a free trip with this wow. guy. Did she offer? I, I don't know. Okay. okay. I don't know. I doubt it because he's more like, yeah, you know, I got you. He's very like, uh, you know, um, open and kind about that stuff. He's like, no, no, I got you. I, I'm sure he right. said I got you. But um, I don't know. It's a tough See, one. Also, we've talked about this before, right? I think early, early episode about is chivalry dead. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. We talked about the woman paying. We even touched on the fact that now in this day and age, we're trying to like be strong women who could take care of ourselves. So if you have the expectation that if your guy invites mm-hmm. you, and again, this is now we moved over to the scenario where the guy 
invited the girl. Okay. And if the girl has the expectation that, well, you better pay for me because you invited me, it's kind of like... Well, do you think a girl would say that? Like, um, so are you taking care of everything or am I going to... Like, how I've do you heard, approach it? I've heard a scenario where the person was invited and the expectation was that they weren't going to shell out a single penny. But the expectation on the other party was they should split. So in this particular case, the person who was invited Mm -hmm. uh, and was expecting, okay, let's just say it was a girl. Mm. When they discussed it, Mm. the girl called out the fact that, well, this is how I was raised. And is that right? Like if your parents raised you, and again, this is like, uh, that the guy will always take care of you. uh, Is that right? I mean, that's back in the days of yore. I mean, to me, when I heard this particular situation, I kind of felt like, you know what? That is not right. But you know what? A lot of girls have that expectation. But that's a why, lot. though. You know, why? I don't know the wrong and right about it. Why, girls? Because girls like to be taken care of. And I guess I, I, uh, this is a tough I one mean, because, like, I'm not like that. I've never been right, like that. Like, right. I've never been raised to take from other people. But to the point where it's an argument between you and the guy, you're going to really fight for it. Wait, I want to be taken care of? Like, so not only do you want to get invited, you want everything paid for so are you a princess do you deserve it right what what do you bring to the table that makes you so you know like i think i only have one friend that does that where he pays for everything the other guys they always ask to split in a scenario like that moving forward say the the guy wants to plan something and it's not like an event that he was invited to and just bringing her along as a guest right say he wants to go somewhere let's go to spain let's go to mexico and if he brought it up is she gonna be like you brought it up. Well, you know what so you, you can do pay. is, if you can't afford it, then you should talk about it. Say I was dating someone, you know, who, you know, made a good amount of money, whatever. It doesn't have to be wealthy. And he's like, oh, I want to travel with you. I want to go to France and here and there and da, da, da. And then I'm like, okay, but, you know, that's going to be a really expensive trip. I just don't think I can make an expensive trip like that right now. Right. And then if he goes, well, I got you, girl. My, my pervy self would be like, no, I don't want that. Your pervy other, inside. But, but the other, yeah, my outer course. I think other people are like, we'd be like, okay, well, if you're going to pay, then yeah. Like, yeah, let's do all of that because I know that'll make you happy. As long as he puts it out there. Mm-hmm. In that situation, you will have talked about it. Yes. In this particular case study that I had heard of, the invitation was extended and accepted and not really talked about until I think the guy was like, this is the cost of the hotel. And I think that's when the girl was like, what? Why are you passing the cost onto me? Mm -hmm. So I feel like maybe they should have, like Mm -hmm. if they've been, you know, their relationship is Are they boyfriend, girlfriend? I think so. I think they're getting there. So, you know, when I was dating my, one of my exes, we kind of split it this way. We we're like, why don't you get the hotel and I'll get the flights? Yes. That's a good way, too. Because yeah. I feel like, okay, well, maybe before I was married, we used to do that, too. Like, if yeah. my, my then boyfriend, now husband, would pay for something. Like, if he would pay for the hotel, then mm-hmm. I would I would just shell out for, like, food or whatever. Yeah. And we never really would sit down and say, okay, well, you got the hotel, so I'll pay for the food and I'll pay for our movies or whatever that yeah. hell, right? Yeah. I think it was just kind of mental, yeah. like, math in our head. Yeah. Like, just but it's kind of like what we do every day, like, right? You go on a date and... He pays the first date, and the second time, you're like, okay, you could pay the last time. I got you this time, right? It should be like that with everything, I think. 
But I mean, there there are a lot of expectations out there. Like girls are like, you invited me, and vice versa. I think guys are like that too. Like, oh, you invited me to the wedding. Does that mean that you're gonna yeah, take care of everything? You gotta pay for me. And you're like, what? You gonna buy my shoes? No, no, boy, no. You gonna buy my shoes? I can buy my shoes. I, I <laughs> Let's go to the thrift store, and I will get you some shoes. In that scenario, I think communication is important. Probably in all scenarios, as we continue. It's such an awkward situation, though. But it is. It is super awkward. I agree. But like, it has how, to be. who has to yeah. bring it up? I mean, like, okay, <laughs> so like, if I okay, okay, I'm a girl and I invited a boy to a wedding. Yes, I'd be like, hey, Porbs, do you want to come? With I don't me think to the guy. Wedding? I don't think the guy would ever ask me if I'm gonna split it or if I'm paying. I don't think. I don't think so. Well, I think nowadays people are just kind of. It may, because it's awkward, nobody says it. I feel I feel like this. If it's awkward, nobody wants to talk about it, then you shouldn't have expectations then that you're not going to shell anything out. You should at least expect to pay if you're not going to talk about it. Yeah. If you're not going to talk about it and clarify anything, don't get all pissy when you realize that you got to pay for half. Just be prepared to shell out the other half, right? Because mm-hmm. if you don't want to shell out if, $100 accept, for the hotel... But what if you accept this something. invitation thinking that he's going to pay for everything and then realize it's too expensive? Exactly. So and that's already, why. And he's already booked everything. Well, here's the thing. So in that scenario, it's too expensive for you, right? Yeah. yeah. And you're not prepared. Yeah. So if you know, this is me, like if Porvi was a man and he has Miley, I'm a man. if Miley wasn't married, and if Porvi the man asked the unmarried Miley to go to a wedding and unmarried Miley was like... Wait, oh. but I'm, I'm a man, yes. Yeah, okay. Porvi the man and unmarried <laughs> Miley. <laughs> Can you picture that? That's so, so what I would do is when, I, when unmarried Miley got asked and we were going to go to freaking Spain or something, I'd be like, oh, fuck, okay, I can't really afford that shit. So mm-hmm. even if I had to pay for half, I'd, unmarried Miley will be telling man Porvi, like, <laughs> <laughs> that's a bad story. I have to I, let's pretend another guy. I, you know, asking me out to go I to I haven't taken wedding. care of my face, you guys. God, yeah, I need to point it out on the podcast. On, you need to... Do a little bit. <laughs> You're fine. I got a demand. In this scenario, I would start like doing the mental math. I'm like, okay, fuck. He asked me to go to freaking Spain. I can't, really can't afford it. So I better ask him. Or okay, listen, maybe Spain is a bad example. Like say it's a trip to freaking Napa or something. Okay. A wedding in Napa. And even then, if I know that in my current financial situation, I can't shell out for an extra four five hundred dollars right because i have my other thing going mm. then i would tell him i'll just say hey look that's kind, kind of, of a, embarrassing too i know right? it's embarrassing but what's more embarrassing when you get to the point get to the hotel and he asks you could you give me 250 dollars for everything and you'd be like fuck i don't got money you know okay let's go into the bedroom i'll take care of you $250 that's right that's worth. right how you doing okay it is embarrassing but yes you do have to you have, have to that conversation it. i think i mean i haven't been put in that situation because i always do spitzies like i always expect to buy my own flight my own hotel or whatever there has been times where guys like, oh, can you get the hotel? I know, you know, he has always said, can you get the hotel and I'll book our flights and, you know, I'll pay for the rest of the weekend. I'm like, okay, sure. That's not a big deal for me. I always put in, I there have been times where it has been expensive, but I haven't said it. I was like, okay, it's okay. It's a little more expensive. I can afford it. It's not like I want to spend it, but I can right. afford it, right? right. Um, but I think a lot of people are too nervous to talk about that like hey right. i can't really afford napa um, i can only afford let's just go to daily city <laughs> so what people do in general is to say no if they can't afford it they just can't. say no so when you were explaining what you would do mm. 
I was thinking that that's the key to success. The whole thing for you first said about expectations. Yeah. Like you weren't going to expect that it was going to be a free ride. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, if you knew it was going to be expensive, you would say something. Mm. So I think that's a successful scenario there, right? It, well, well, not successful, maybe the drama-free scenario. You're not expecting and you're communicating. For other people, because you did say it, it is hard, it's awkward, people can't say it, but maybe they want to go. Like, yeah. fuck, I want to go to Napa, but I really can't afford it. Let's assume that he's going to pay for me. Yeah. But that's a recipe for trouble. Because yeah. what if later on the, the guy was like, bitch, I just invited you to go. Yeah. I want you to pay. I think the key is just always communicating. So even if it's awkward conversations, guys, gotta exactly. communicate it. That's Why is awkward. everything so awkward? Like this is how you do it. Uh, you're in bed and you just say, "I mean, it was okay." So you're gonna have to pay for the whole thing. <laughs> what if he says so that bad. to you? He turns around. He's like, "I'm gonna anyway. invite you from the trip because that was not good." You need to go. I booked you a taxi. <laughs> you're on Uber. your way. Case study number two, when you're mm. married. Well, how do you take care of finances when you're married? When you have two, okay. a dual income, because mm-hmm. there's so many things going on, right? What dual income, one person might make more, right? Mm-hmm. There's bills, right? Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. also not just bills, but the things you like to do for fun, the things you like to buy, the things mm-hmm. your husband likes so, to buy. So, yeah. So this was like a thing when I was in a relationship a while back, and I think I put what I put in into place. The days of yours. The days of yours. It's been a while, guys. Um... <laughs> Just kidding. Wait, wouldn't it be funny if Pori was totally lying about just being single? She really had like a man somewhere in freaking Morocco or something. Morocco. A Moroccan? <laughs> a Moroccan. <laughs> I'm a Moroccan. Um, so, okay. So I did have this, con- like this was the conversation we had because I'm, I love shopping. I love my I freedom. I say, I love money. <laughs> I do love money. Who doesn't love money, you guys? No, but I'm not. Um, but I, I, I like my freedom. I spend yes. with freedom because you know my man's in Morocco. Yes. <laughs> he can't get the Moroccan dollars. Yeah. So, um, so I talked to my ex about this when we were together, and I was like, "Why don't you know?" Because we're talking about marriage. We're talking about getting married and stuff. And, we, and finances was always a big thing because he was always counting money, not like he didn't have it. But he wanted to make sure that he had enough. One dollar, two like, dollar, three dollar. No, like he, we always, he like was that? always doing finances. Like where he's like, okay, well, this week we spent like $200 eating oh out. And I'm like, oh boy. Like did I don't even calculate. It did because I don't even calculate. It's not a bad thing to do at all mm-hmm. because it's actually just budgeting your money and making sure that you're not going overboard. Because you have like other things you want to spend on, right? We wanted to buy a house. So us splurging every week on $200 is not going to get us to where we want to be. So what I said, like, hey, when we get married, I think I should keep 20% of my salary and you should keep 20% of your salary and the rest will put in a, uh, you know, a unified fund, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where that, that, those expenses will be like our house, our kids, our, our right. daily, you know, expenses. But like if I, because he wanted to buy something that was really expensive and I was like, buy it if you want it. And he's like, no, it's so expensive, da, da, da. And so I was just like, if you love it, get it, right? I don't, I'm not the type of person to hold back. But for him, if I love it, oh, that costs too much. You have to wait. You don't, you shouldn't spend money on it. You and shouldn't spend that kind of money on it. resent him. Like, and so then I'm like, you know what? Like, yeah, don't, I don't want to be told how to spend because I've never been told how to spend because I've been making my own money for so long. She's so, been working the corners I've been working so the long. corners, guys. It's hard. So the deal was I keep 20%, even though like maybe his salary may have been more than mine and his 20% may have been greater. That's why he can buy me gifts too. Right. But 20% So each. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did something similar with my husband, but instead of saying 20%, what we did was like I had my account, he had his account, and then we had a joint account, and we said, these are the monthly expenses. This is what the rent is, this is what it costs to take our child to the babysitter, here's groceries, here's gas, blah, blah, blah. So as, as long as we each put in the amount in this account to pay all the bills, then everything else that remained was the same. So. Um, we never have to worry about, well, our, our, do we have enough money for bills? Because we already had it in a separate account mm-hmm. and we had our own like accounts, whatever. It wasn't, it wasn't but what, like what was in your, like, was it like a certain percent or was it like 10,000? No. No, like, like say, say for example, our monthly expenses were like a thousand dollars. But sometimes those, they change. No, exactly. So that's why we, it when it changes, that means our amounts that go into that account changes and what we keep for our, for ourselves lessens, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the way it worked for us. So mm-hmm. we said, okay, here you go. Every month, our monthly expenses to run this household is like, say, $1,000. You put in 500 I put in 500 So it doesn't, I know I've talked about with other friends, I would say, well, what if you made more? It's not fair for him to mm. put in 500 Like, mm. if... You know, maybe you should put in sixty percent and of the monthly expenses, and he should put in like forty percent because he, you know, you make more than him. But for me and my husband, it was just he he was fine with it, and we both just kind of said, "Hey, as long as we're splitting the monthly cost, it doesn't matter. I don't care what you're doing with your money. Like I'm always buying shoes, or he's you know buying fishing paraphernalia." It doesn't matter. Like I don't care because I'm looking. I'm like, oh, we're still we're still paying our bills. We're buying groceries. We get to go to the movies mm-hmm. every month. So I we never had a problem. I didn't feel like I had to go home and like hide the shoes I bought. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. because there was never a worry mm-hmm. that we mm-hmm. weren't paying. And that's how it started. As the years went on, mm-hmm. I mean, we my husband and I we were not perfect <laughs> with our finances. But I what probably the worst like, of it. What about what happens if like your husband's a big spender and he's depleting his accounts faster that's than you are? Him. That's on him. That's his money. Mm-hmm. So if he's a big spender, he only has himself to blame. If he ends up like after he puts in the $500 into our household account and he's only left with like say two hundred dollars mm-hmm. to spend and he's spending more than that then that's really on him you know what i mean so mm-hmm. it's we each have our own thing so we're not touching anything from our household account and he needs to learn how to spend within his means i know it feels like mm-hmm. we're not a partner <laughs> mm-hmm. we're no longer a partner but basically for sense. us that's the way it worked for us because yeah. it's like we're able to figure out our household i think expenses. like i think even though like we would have our separate accounts if my husband came home with some like a new car and i'm like what oh, hell no what yeah we need to discuss these expenses so i mean we also we talked about exp- uh, t- discussing expenses even right. though it was on out of our own pocket right. you can't go buy you know a, you, you still have to have a conversation with your wife about exactly. things you're gonna buy right right i think you should always have i heard this not that i do this but i heard that you should always have like a monthly check-in with your yeah. partner and talk about what are we gonna do i've even read this one lady i forgot her name escapes me right now but she talks about having seven bank accounts. And again, I don't know the exact details, but one is just for emergencies, like mm-hmm. auto emergencies, household emergencies, or anything, anything like that. Two is for your households. Three is a savings account, right? Mm-hmm. Just two savings. Another savings account for something fun. 
And then I think other I've again I forgot I'm okay. messing it up. I have a few and it's really hard for me to like even like remember those. Yeah, right? But you know what? When I first saw her YouTube video, I was like, "What? I'm gonna watch this because seven accounts that's way too much." But then after I read it, I'm like, "Oh, it kind of makes sense." Because then if you have an emergency fund. Mm. And then you have a separate savings account. Then you have a savings account for like college. And then you have a savings account for like you want to go travel. If there's an emergency, like your transmission went out and mm. you need to pull out a thousand dollars, at least there's that feeling of oh my god, we already have this money mm-hmm. in our emergency fund. We're not we're gonna pull instead mm. of having it all together. And you you when you pull out a thousand dollars into like a general savings account, you're like fuck, we're taking a thousand dollars away from going to freaking Hawaii kind mm. of thing. So that's why she. It made sense after that why she had like seven mm. different accounts because okay. it's this mentality. But I mean, so then okay. So here's a question for you. So say okay, you and your husband have your separate accounts. See, si. and again, like you spend lavishly, and it looks like it, huh? What? Yeah. Like what if he? Yeah. What if he has a problem with that? Like you spending lavishly out of your personal account. It. We'll talk about it. See, and that's the thing. We we would talk about it then. If he has but then wouldn't that bother you? Because he'd be like, yeah, oh, it's, my personal, it's my personal account. I can buy whatever shoes exactly. I want. Well, How do you deal with that? I would want him to talk to me and tell me why he has a problem with it. Like if he were to say, like what what could possibly his be his problem? Maybe the fact that, hey, you're spending so much. We should, You yeah. should save that money. It should go towards a savings for I us. I think people just get annoyed. Like I think sometimes I, I used to get annoyed if my um, ex used to spend stupidly. And I'm like, why are you spending so stupidly? Well, but it's not my money. It's his money. He can do whatever he wants with it. Right. But then I think the key is if you're in a marriage and it's a partnership and you feel like you're your partner is spending stupidly and mm-hmm. should maybe be saving it for like a future account, then... I think the key is to have that communication and just. But say, it's hey, his like, money. What what future account can he want it for? Like whatever. Why are you bringing it up to him in the first place? Like if it's his money, if yeah. you have a problem with it. See, the thing is, there would be a super big problem if he was spending in your mind stupidly mm-hmm. and you weren't paying the rent. Mm-hmm. He'd be like, No, yeah. well that's different. Yeah, yeah, because we you have that. I mean? You have we have that mm-hmm. joint account. But like I think a lot of times, like say for example, like so I have my twenty percent right that I've saved up into my account. Um, and I want to buy just shoes and purses. I'm sure they're going to be like, dude, you already have like a thousand shoes. A million shoes. purses. Imelda keep- Marcos. Yes. And why do you keep buying so much? Yeah. And then I can come back with like, well, that's my money. It's my right. business. Why Why do you care? It makes me happy. Right. And then he's going to come back with, but you have so many. Why can't you just like not spend on so shoes? So now it's not, yeah. Now it's not necessarily just the fact that you're spending it. It's the fact that you're spending money on shoes. So that's yeah. like a different problem. It's your shoe issue, not just your huh. spending problem. But I think that's the key, like just having a conversation. Well, I'm not going to ask him for permission. I'm not going to be like, hey, babe, I'm going to go out right. and buy some shoes. Right. Out of my <laughs> own pocket. Okay. Right. I'm not going to do that. I want to buy some shoes because... No, I think if you have a problem with how your spouse is spending mm-hmm. their, the money that's set aside for for them, then you really need to talk to about talk mm-hmm. about it because, mm-hmm. you know, it that could be a touchy subject. Mm-hmm. But see, that's how you and I would handle it, right? And I know a lot of people that share accounts. I could never yeah. do that. So, like, okay, Fuck. let's talk about sharing account. I, a lot of people do give in their entire accounts. I, oh, I couldn't do that. I, I know I would not survive that way. I think there's a majority. I like to splurge all the time. Like, I'm buying Starbucks all the freaking time. And I know. That's different. Starbucks is like three, four bucks a day. No, but it is. Does it adds up, up right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like, say, my husband is like, you know what? We got a freaking Keurig at home. You need to make that Keurig. We got the Starbucks K cups. You should mm-hmm. make it home. But me, I'm just like, oh no! But I love the taste of Starbucks mm-hmm. coffee in the morning. Mm-hmm. I would have a, 
I would have a problem, and and knowing me, I would have this. I would feel that's like my freedom so many, yeah, was taken away. That's why there's so many divorces and disagreements yeah. because of finances, yeah. because of how much one person spends versus another, and what yeah. they spend it on versus another. Right? I would say, um, you know, not to throw all my dirty laundry out there, but that was, you know, when I think back to the issues that my husband have had. My husband and I mm-hmm. have had mm-hmm. one big problem was finances. It mm-hmm. kind of caused, and I think probably lack of communication of finances caused a huge issue. Yeah, with it us. does. So it does. You're, it does. Should we start like a? I think the primary what a finance no advice so, column. No, I'm so bad at finance. <laughs> It'd be like spend. No, but like a spend, spend <laughs> all you got. Um, no, you know, for me, it is it is difficult with finances because. I'm a saver too, but I like to spend on nice things, but I don't spend a lot of money where it's like, oh my God, like I just, you know, I don't know, I was brought up a certain way. My golden rule about finances is just communicating. I feel like communication is the golden rule period for everything. (laughs) Every podcast episode. Uh, How do you deal with this? um, You're a no communication. Communication. How do you deal with that? Communication. How do you deal with like sharing too much on social media? Texting, communication, yeah, texting etiquette. Um, I know it's really hard. You really have to communicate because money is a touchy subject. It really is, and I think like, especially when you get married. What about like prenups and stuff? Right? Would you? A lot of people don't sign prenups. Yeah, I know. I for me personally, neither myself nor my husband, we're so mm-hmm. rich that we had to deal with prenups. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of people mm-hmm. well-established, right? And that's mm-hmm. a big deal. Like, mm-hmm. if somebody busts out with a prenup, that could mm-hmm. cause for a cancellation of a marriage, right? Mm. What if I had, like, tons of money? What if Man Miley had tons of money and Man Miley asked Lady Porvi, oh. <laughs> the girl version of Porvi, oh, Lord. you are just a girl. I'm just a girl. What if I was a guy and I asked, and I had, like, a ton of money and I, we were going to get married and I asked you? I'd be okay with it. Because what happens with the prenup, I believe, I have never been in the situation of it, but like whatever you had before the marriage is yours. But after the marriage, it's split. Yeah. So if I come in with a million dollars and you come in with a dollar and we have a prenup before before marriage, then that million dollars will stay mine. What's the whole point of the prenup? Prenup is between, like, say. Oh, wait, 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 wait. You said regardless of a prenup or. No, so say right now I have a million dollars, right? And you have a dollar. And we get, and we sign a prenup. So that means that that million dollars and your dollar is always yours. Right. But within our marriage, say I win the lottery and now I'm a billionaire, that is split. We split it. Yeah. That's the thing. I think so, guys. Don't quote me on prenups because I have not. We want prenups. Hey, you know what? Yeah. We forgot to do. We forgot to do a podcast prenup. <laughs> we did forget to do a podcast prenup. What do we? What do we do now? Who gets what? You get I twenty episodes. Have, I get twenty episodes. I do not want Porvi to have my dollar. You should. Yeah, my dollar. Okay. No, but one other prenup. one other big thing. Should you have access to each other's finances? You mean like a uh, extra debit card? <laughs> no, no, no. Like for example, accounts? for example. So there's a situation that happened to me a long time ago, and there was this guy. He um, was married. He was somebody I had dated in the past, and he came back into my life um, as a not like not in a da- date. A like friend. he was just like a he was not even a friend. He was just like a whatever. And um, Corby has a lot of whatevers that come back. <laughs> they, they always come back. I swear to God, I don't know what to the do with whatevers. that. But anyway, so he was married, 
and um, he ended up buying me a gift. I didn't know about any of it about this, right? He's like, hey, I'm visiting San Francisco. I haven't seen you in like 10 years. Can we meet up? And I was like, no, you know, you're married. I don't think we should, blah, 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 because he, you know, is somebody that I once dated. And anyway, long story short, we ended up meeting up because he kept calling me. So I was like, okay, fine. I can do like 10 minutes of like coffee or whatever, right? Just do whatever. Anyway, he bought me a gift. It was a lavish gift. And I said, you know what? I can't accept this lavish gift. You're married and I cannot. I'm, yeah. This is not, it's not appropriate. Right? Yeah. So I was like, why don't you give it to your wife? Right? And he's like, oh, no, she already has this gift. And Can I was you like, tell me offline what it is? Yeah, I'll tell you. Okay, thank you. And uh, I was like, well, then return it. And he's like, it's non-refundable. Yeah. And I'm like, then I don't really know what to tell you, but I can't t- accept this gift. Can you give him money for it? No, because I don't want to. Oh, you know, you like don't want it's to give them. it's he shouldn't have ever bought me a gift. He's married, right? Yeah. So, um, so then I was thinking, I was like, uh, so I asked, I'm like, isn't your wife gonna know you bought me this gift? And he's like, no, I put it on my business account. She doesn't oh, look at my business oh, account. Shady. And I was like, mother lover. Yeah. I'm like, first of all, you don't know if your wife looks at this because women know right. everything. Um, but yeah. I was like, I was like, you know what? I was like, you need to take this for your wife. I cannot accept this. Or just give it away to someone else. This is not for me. But I was thinking at that time, I was like, holy shit. That just opened my eyes to a whole new world of ridiculousness out there. And it's true because people do it a lot. They put it on their business accounts. And a lot of times women... When you're wealthy or like don't really pay attention to what your husband spends on or don't aren't really participating in his finances all the time or or vice versa if you're a hu- husband and you don't really pay attention to the woman's finances that much you don't know what's right. happening right right you could get away with I could a be lot sneaking in with like shoes and my husband would be like where would you get those shoes but he right. probably never know so my question is for my listener <laughs> should you always be involved in knowing everything about finances coming in and out of the house and should you make make yourself more you know responsible for that that's a good question but here's a follow-up to that should you but will you it's a tough one finances and love it's tough it could cause lots of grief for people it could cause lots of arguments it could lead to the demise of your marriage or your relationship so i think you got to tread lightly when it comes to things like that you got to communicate I had communication. Communication, you can lie. I'm, I'm sure yeah, this girl. Be honest. I, honestly, do you think this like wife asked her husband like, "Hey, what is this expense?" He's gonna be like, "What are you talking about? It's a, it's a fake, well, you know, like it's a fake yeah. expense." Blah blah blah. I'm saying it was a pretty lavish gift, and so I don't know. I think I'm probably the type of person to be like going through my husband's stuff just to make sure. I mean, not because I don't trust him, but I think it's it in this world, the one we live in right now. There's so much ridiculousness happening that right. I think it's smart just to be on top of it. You know yeah. what, though? If you were that type of person who does that, you got to be careful. Right? I know. Because I mean, I would communicate. Keep, I would communicate with him. Like, dude, I'm going to go through all your expenses, so just know. That's crazy. But up. it's like, be careful when you do that because you might not know what you're going to uncover. I know. So, and that's but scary, it's, but it's better it's to like, uncover than to lie, live in a, yeah. hide, hide in a, lie, a lie, right? Exactly. So so you end up in a in a scenario where it's not just a finance issue. You some a people, whole bigger marital yeah, issue. Yeah, but I think yeah. some people have a really good relationship where they both know exactly what they're spending, right? They have exactly. a good love marriage. Like, it's like... Yeah. Hey, I bought this. You bought this. Oh, yeah, I know. You told me. Blah, blah, blah. Right. Like, but there are a lot of people who don't know anything coming in and out of the house financially. Right. 
right? So it just depends. I mean, different levels of successes in, in marriage. Ah, but anyway. It's tough. Yeah, so finance yeah. is hard, you guys. It, it is. I, I mean, I do agree you should communicate everything. Like, if you can't afford a trip with your, you know, significant other, I guess you should tell them, like, you know, in a specific a, way. Like, hey, flat. like, this is going to be a little yeah. bit, you know, it's not that I can't afford it, but it's not something I want to afford right now. Save yourself the trouble. And yeah. then just talk it out. Yeah. Instead of <laughs> talk it out. So, Porvi, let's talk offline about, about our, our podcast, podcast prenup. <laughs> pre I think. I think it's too late for a podcast. Sign this because I want to keep my one dollar. After you this can have your one dollar. You know what? I will put a twenty-five cents on that dollar. <laughs> I will give you. You will leave here with a dollar twenty-five. Now we're talking. <laughs> Let us know how you guys deal with love and money. I mean, and does yeah. any of the stuff that we said resonate with you guys? Do I you guys know. pay for everything nowadays, or is it changed? Yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah. tell me, tell us. How should I teach my children? Because then I, I need the to, children? I need to have, I need to change my expectations to now just expect guys to pay for everything because okay. I have not been doing that. Don't be a bitch. I know. I've just never trained to be. I just never been raised to do that. Everybody just expect Porvi to always be a bitch. That is true. Expect Miley to always call Porvi a bitch. That is true. Expect Porvi to always think Miley is a bitch. I'm. I, I don't think you're a bitch. I think you're a hoe. And on that note, guys, thank you for listening on the second week of April. Keep on listening. How about rate us? How about somebody contact Ellen? <laughs> please. We haven't forgotten about Ellen. We still love her. Yeah. So, yes, please. We love Ellen, so give her some money. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. See you next time. Yeah. So about our podcast prenup. You're going to try to go after my $10? I'm going to give you $1.25. Say it, I'm going to give you $1.25. Don't go after my $10. How did it get to $10? We were at $1.25. How did it get to $10? This guy's going to rob me blind. You don't you know, already that. know We've been making some side money on this podcast. We made $10 whole dollars. <laughs> I knew it. You and our, our guests. You guys, E2 Brute. E2 Brute. E2. Did you say E2 Brute? Brute. Brute. <laughs> I, I heard Brute. Brute. <laughs> What are you saying about my booty?